It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with Dennis and uh, Brady. Uh, And over the uh, weekend, uh, Brady, over 2,000 people showed up uh, at the uh, state uh, capitol in a peaceful protest uh, of what has been uh, going on and... um, the uh, group is called Let Them uh, Play, and we'll talk uh, more about it. But um, the, they had uh, just a, a few thousand members, uh, and since the last stoppage, they now have over 36,000 right. members. They've raised over $50,000 on a GoFundMe uh, page um, to uh, support a potential lawsuit if they have to go <laughs> After uh, that, yeah, it's, um, but. I mean, a lot of you saw a lot of pictures, a lot of Blue Water area uh, athletes down in Lansing. Uh, we'll talk more about it um, and uh, the the stunning silence that has happened since then. Well, that's because the governor was on a date with you over the weekend, but we'll get into that okay. too. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. 
Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're uh, back with uh, Dennis and Brady, the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Um, and uh, bef- before we get into it, uh, um, here, uh, Brady would like to, uh, to thank, uh, everybody again, up in Croslex yep. is a very successful uh, thing. And so uh, we're, we're thinking about, uh, doing another one like that and going to Marysville. Yeah, that could be in the works, hopefully, uh, in the next episode. Like I said, we'll, we'll do that. We'll have great interviews and then we'll get news that renders everything we talked about irrelevant. W- would that be a bad thing? No, not well assume. See, we say that, and then there will somehow be bad news that twists it so it is. Like, you can play starting March 1st. Well, I hope it doesn't no. doesn't come to that. Because, again, like I said, if it goes beyond the 21st, there's no way. And that's even what Lance Campbell said on our last show. He goes, you're really not going to be able to do it. I mean, again, although we sat here, I think it was when Dave Front was on from Marine City. We told him, football's done. You're, I'm sorry, you're not. Yeah, you're not back. playing in January. And then they ended up doing it. Ten days into January, they're playing. But you know what? We had in January. We had a weather for it. The weeks that they played football, they got lucky. It wasn't yes. awful. Yeah. Um, and so they were able to kind of to get away with that. I wonder, had it been like it is now, would they have been able to do that? Well, I mean, that's how it worked out. But I mean, let them play. And the rally at the Capitol seemed to be very successful. Um, I know we had – there's some local players that spoke. Uh, it's It was a very good showing. And like I mentioned before, the fact that you haven't heard anything from the governor's office yet. I mean, it is – at time of recording, it's 10-22 Monday morning. Uh, the rally happened Saturday morning, and it was not a small showing. Athletes came from all over. Uh, to support it, and the fact that there has not been a response yet from the governor, there was from the MDHHS, and it was almost as it might have been worse than the one they put out on the initial pause. So I'll read it for you. It's short. I'll read it in its entirety just to give it full context. <clears throat> the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services will continue to make data-focused decisions that protect the public health. While there is not a timeline to share, the department is having conversations with stakeholders, including education, athletic, and grassroots groups on best practices and the safest step forward related to resuming contact sports in the near future. MDHHS also remains laser-focused on its goal of vaccinating at least 70% of Michiganders age 16 and up with a safe and efficient 
effective, excuse me, COVID-19 vaccinations as quickly as possible so we can get this pandemic and get back to a sense of normalcy. So that was a nothing statement. That was a we need to say something. And the fact that they say data-focused decisions in the one sentence that meant anything is a lie. (laughs) Is a lie. Data-focused decisions. 99.8. That's my response to that. Yeah, uh, giving out a release that talked about information from August and September and not about the most recent information. It's not data-focused. Including sports like the NBA and college basketball um, and, and, you know, stats like that into your decision on high school sports is not fair commercial data. venues yeah it's just it's not fair data oh i can make data i can use data however i want to use data if that's how they're gonna put it again this doesn't seem like they're standing by it seems like someone there said ah crap there was thousands of kids out there we need to say something we can't just sit here and act like we're not paying attention to it um so we put out one sentence that says something, we'll put out another sentence that says we're talking, and then we'll put out three sentences that say we're trying to vac- vaccinate everyone. Uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm not buying what they're selling this time around. Uh, again, in, in the beginning, I was all behind the idea that we've got to keep people safe, especially kids. Yes. But at this point, uh, again, everything that they gave us when they were giving us information Mm-hmm. suggests that the, there really isn't uh, a problem here, plus the fact that everybody realizes what the risks are, and you have the option. In yes. America, you have the option of if, if you think the risk is too high, you don't have to play. Right. But there are a lot of people out there saying, we understand the risks, we're willing to follow the rules that you set for us, just let us play. Yeah, Just let us play. This is affecting us, and it's affecting us in a very uh, negative uh, way. Um, uh, Bill Huizinga and uh, Dale Zorn, who are politicians, mm-hmm. um, spoke um, and uh, talked about suicide rates among teenagers during the pandemic have skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Um, and and one of the uh, the kids who spoke, his name was Ryan McNeil. He was a wrestler from Montrose High School. Admitted to the crowd in his speech that there have been times during all of this that he has struggled to find a reason to keep going. And that if it wasn't for his coaches and his teammates, he, you know, he may have right. done something drastic that you can't take back. Yeah. And again, it's the Department of Health and Human Services. And I guess the one good if there's something a good thing that comes out of this is that that is more talked about now. It is not as stiff upper lip. Hey, don't just sweep it under the rug. Taboo. That's nice. That's really good to hear. That not that he had those, but that the support system was there for him. Um, I know Kevin Everhart spoke at the rally. Um, Brandon Folsom. If you, I'm not going to read his whole speech, but if you want a copy of it, uh, Brandon Folsom has it on Twitter. He did. He did a good job. And he's um, a student at Cardinal Mooney. Right. If you don't know. Yeah. So. <sighs> The kids are showing up, and they are showing what athletics does. They're showing the skills that being part of sport, or not just part of sports, because let's be honest, being a part of something bigger than yourself. 
I mean, yes, sports is in the limelight, but you get these same things from being a part of the band. You get these same things of being a part of musical theater and things like that, something where you have to grow as a person. And these leadership skills are being are being demonstrated right now. And, again, the fact that at as of 10.30 on Monday morning, we have not heard a response from the governor or even a word is the silence is deafening. Well, I mean, and well, well, we found out too why why it was okay to ski because she went skiing. Suppose it, I you, we don't know that for a fact, <laughs> but she went skiing with you. There was no, she was. <clears throat> Supposedly, there were reports that she was at Boyne Mountain this weekend. Again, there I have not seen any proof, but I also, I mean, I. That those were the reports. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. But there, if that's true, you know that there's a rally going on in the Capitol, and you don't like. How hard is it to just to say we hear you? We're gonna fix this. We're gonna get this right. Again, uh, the MDHHS put out a nothing statement, but they still put out a statement that at least says your voices were heard. We are acknowledging that. This is actually the the third rally that this group has held. They held one in late August, mm-hmm. and uh, after that one, high school football season started up again, and then they r- rallied again in December before Christmas, and like, we got football, volleyball, and swimming back mm-hmm. in January and got those fall seasons completed. Um, those two rallies each were around 500 people. This um, one this was, rally was over two thousand, and it's people. starting to garner national attention. There yeah. was a, a USA Today puts out a "What's Happening in Our Fifty States," and that article was headlined by um, an athletic push in the state of Michigan. Uh, yeah, pressure on Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer to let high school sports resume has has been ratcheted up with a rally of hundreds of student athletes outside the state capitol. And I know they're not listening to the podcast in Coopersville, but Ethan uh, Cody. Um, a, a senior at uh, Coopersville uh, was quoted as saying um, that the the return uh, to uh, non-contact practices mm-hmm. uh, just feels like a carrot being dangled in front of a racehorse. Hmm. Feels like we've said that before. Yeah. Thank you. Say. Maybe he has been. Maybe he did get a hold of one of our podcasts. Because <laughs> I, I know you, you've said that more than once during all of this. Yes. It does, though. It, it, it feels like it, it, it's like that State Farm commercial. Oh, I caught you a dollar. Oh, got to be quicker than that. It's No, it's just so frustrating. And I, I will say, though, I don't know who had it, but someone had a sign that said, fix the damn sports, and that was the sign of the rally. That was the best one I saw. <laughs> but, no, I mean, everyone showed up. Uh, they, they, hey, if nothing else – the student-athletes are doing everything they can do. And they shouldn't have to do any of this. Let's get that clear. It shouldn't take thousands of people outside the Capitol. And, again, it was a very peaceful protest. Not, I didn't and see it, any it, reports it, of anything it bad It wasn't happening. political. No. The, there were no signs saying this is one side's fault uh, yeah. or this is the fault of, you know, th- there, was, right. there was nothing. Uh, this is a, a group that's unified and their sole purpose is about the kids and the high school athletics. These are moms and dads and their kids. Yes. And they 
they showed up. They did what they needed to do. Again, it shouldn't take these kids driving to Lansing and trying to get their voice heard only for it to seemingly fall on deaf ears. Unfortunate. And, and I've said this more than once on the show. You had 2,000 people there, voters, voters. The, these kids that are seniors and juniors and the next election comes around, they're voters. This group now has 36,000 members. You've got 60,000 high school athletes with their sports being taken away from them well, and you right also, now. I don't remember where you heard it, but Mark Iles, or Ewell says – between like coaches, referees, parents, all that, the high school sports community ends up being about half a million people. Yeah, uh, and 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 they all vote. Well, they're all gonna or, vote, or they're all gonna vote by the time that there's another election in this state, um, and that should make somebody nervous. You think someone would have gotten in the ear about that? But I, again, thank you and good job to everyone who went. Everyone who supported that rally, you what was demonstrated this weekend is how a peaceful protest should look. There were no pictures of people screaming at other of people in power. Of there, I did not see one incident of oh this thing got torn down or any violence or anything like that. Yeah, nothing was defaced. No property right. destroyed. Nobody was threatened. Right. Um, nobody brought guns. Right. That it we was, know of. Right. There was no, I did not see one negative report on this. Again, that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Just from what I've seen, and I was trying to follow it as closely as I could, nothing really happened. I know there was, I know Darren McCarty made an appearance down there. So that you're getting some support from some big time people. This is gaining momentum, and it shouldn't have to get to this. And this is the, that's the frustrating part. We're sitting here on February first. We should be talking about the first day of contact practice and getting ready to do a game Thursday night. Well, I, I mentioned too, and, and let's hope it doesn't come to this. But uh, the the head of this uh, group uh, is a lady. Her last name is McElvaney, um, and uh, she's uh, she, she lives down in in Monroe. Her her kid goes to one of the Monroe schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she's the, the head of this Let Them Play group. And as I said, they had a GoFundMe page, $50,000 they raised, and they have actually retained a Lansing attorney named Peter Ruddle, and they will pursue legal action if the deadline of February 21st is not rescinded. And this article was written on Saturday. I it believe said it was going to be By fun. the end of the weekend. They I- were actually going to do it before, and they decided to wait have the rally, see what the response was, and as of and it was right, right now, they haven't heard anything. So I wonder at some point this week, they're probably going to file a, a lawsuit um, here to to get this. I don't know how quickly it works, and and, and right. you know, because sometimes it might be after February twenty first before you even get a hearing. I don't know. But and here's the thing: I don't get. Is this really the hill you you want to die on? I know that's like, what I like. This is like I, I feel like this, this is makes small potatoes in the. It is small potatoes in the grand scheme of things, but it means a lot to a lot of people. Like how? Like I feel like it's not that big a deal to go. Okay, yeah, high school sports play. Have a mask. Hundred people in the gym. It just doesn't seem that hard. And and at, and at this point. The, the 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 side that wants to play is so willing to concede things just to play. Yeah, they'll concede. Nobody can go. 
They'll concede. They'll concede with mass. zero attendance. They'll concede playing with mass, even though you know we were talking to the kids at Crosslex. It sucks. It sucks wearing yes. the mask, but they'll wear them. Right. They will wear them. They will do whatever. You you want us to wipe down the ball after every pass? We'll stop the game and we'll wipe down the ball after every pass. But let us play the games. Yes. It's I I, I don't know at this point. Like I, I parent. The fact that there's not a response is shocking. Like, how do you not just have a pre-made statement ready? You knew this rally was going to happen all week. <clears throat> you could have written it on Wednesday, and it, you could have had your, some intern release it on Saturday afternoon. Just say, we hear you. We're working to get this back as safely as possible. What? Uh, I've never been a big fan of politicians ever no i don't that's but why i'm into sports wh- when when has the the being stubborn become the way that politicians are it's that's what this is to me like she's just being stubborn i get to make the decision and nobody else does and that's it instead of okay i'll listen to what the people want because i work for the people right and we'll see. And again, if the numbers said playing sports is going to kill our kids or get them sick, and then I'm, we should have everything Go shut back down. And listen to the podcast. But in mid-November. that's not what's going on, right? That's not what's going on. And we said it so before. to keep pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back. Oh, we're going to play then. Oh, we're going to play then. Oh, we're going to play then. Now I now realize that all that has been. It's just a delay tactic. They had yeah. no, they they had no plans of of ever playing, in my opinion. Right. And they're just saying, well, if we push it back soon enough, all of a sudden it's going to be July, and they're not even going to be in school anymore. It's it's frustrating. Like we've said before, even if it was at like ninety percent, and you're like, all right, one in ten kids, so every basketball team's going to have someone test negative. Okay, and then it spreads from there. I, I really think, and I, I don't know if, if someone said it on the podcast before, I think this might have backfired on her. I think they were expecting not 99.8 to test negative. And they were going to use that as the reason to delay high school sports. The, yeah, the, the data-driven thing is what – because yeah, – I wonder, too, if, if they said, oh, we'll do this and then we'll show them and they'll all shut up. Yeah. And the numbers came back, No. Yes. They're not getting sick. They're not spreading this disease. And the, the thing is, when you pound into our heads, we're following the from, – from April. And I want to say it was uh, a coach down at Livonia Stevenson. I believe it was David Mitchell. He's the head uh, hockey coach there. He put out a statement with state champs basically saying, you have done things that have helped us and put us in better positions than other states, which I agree with. There's a reason why Michigan has lower numbers. Because some of the actions put in place have helped. Thank you. You did a good job with that. Now, let us play because the numbers are lower. You can, you don't, you can say in one breath, yes, the actions early on in the summer and then when the spike started hit November helped. I don't know a lot of people that were really upset with the, the, the first pause or two. And it just kept growing. So you can say, yes, that was good. You helped us. That was a good job by you. Right decision. 
Still delaying it. Wrong decision. Bad. Let us play. All right, we'll take a break on that note, and uh, we'll be back uh, with more in just a moment. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services. Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, Dennis and Brady back with you, the Get Stuck On Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. And um, all right, so let's say, Brady, for the sake of argument, we get a miracle, and on Wednesday they say, okay, you can start playing – the, I, I, 
the feel that that we both have is that the MHSAA will start as fast as they can. Right. I think that, I, like they won't take a lot. Of, kids have been practicing. I know it hasn't been contact, but they don't care about that. They're, they're going to go into it as fast as they I'm can. I'm trying to remember, and I apologize for this. Mark Ewell had an interview. Um, I can't remember where it was, but I want to say I talked to you on Friday afternoon, and he basically said that once they're allowed to play, they will be playing within days. So from what I gathered from his interview, and again, I apologize to wherever it was, uh, or no, it was he had a press conference uh, addressing the whole situation. That's what it was. And, um, <clears throat> and watching that, from what I gathered, so like let's say it, for sake of argument, uh, we get the go-ahead Wednesday. I would not be shocked if they were allowing games by Friday at the latest Monday. I don't think there's going to be a quick turnaround. I think that's why teams keep practicing because now you don't have to worry about getting back in shape. Basically, all you have to do is get defense down a little bit, and I think coaches will admit we'll take our lumps in the first couple games learning how to do it. Because everybody's, everybody's going to be there. You know, right. Everybody's going to be facing the, the same adversities, and it, it'll, it won't really change much because your better teams will do what better teams do, and, and, and they'll – figure it out quicker that's right. why they're better teams they have better athletes whatever and and everything the balance won't change yeah and it's uh oh the players are going to be in shape they're going to be ready to go they're going to be able to shoot because that's all they've been yeah. doing that's all they've been doing so you have all that yeah i think once we get this going and i cannot imagine it we get through the rest of the day without some sort of statement if we get if we're recording a Wednesday show and we haven't heard anything then we're talking okay what the hell's going on here Well no, it's an easy answer if we haven't heard anything from somebody by the middle of this week then nothing's changed and the plan is still for the 21st and my feeling is is we'll get close to the, we'll get to that Friday before the the 21st happens and Boom! It's being extended to March because that's there. That that's the pattern of the governor to this point, and so I, I don't. If we haven't heard something within the next uh, seventy-two hours, then to me, we can hold our breath until the twenty-first. But I bet it gets pushed back again. It's just I, I don't want to beat the dead horse, but it just doesn't make sense, Dennis. Like. You look at it. I mean, why, why why are we not talking about contact practices right now? Instead, you had to get two. The result was having 2,000 kids show up at Lansing. Like, that's any better than playing basketball? Yeah. Here's, like you have gym here's, classes. Here's the thing. You know, you, you, you don't want large groups and gatherings, but yet by your policy, you created one. Yeah. You created a situation. You can't social distance. 2,000 people at a rally? No. No, you can't. No, I'm, I'm sure they were all wearing masks. Um, yeah, every picture I saw, they were. But, they, they, they probably tried to. But you're, you're side by side, and it's a big crowd, and your whole point is, is we're trying to do things to avoid this from happening, but by doing it, you actually created a situation in which you got allowed, and yeah, oh, well, it was outdoors. Whatever. Yeah. It, you had 2,000 people standing shoulder to shoulder also, in the cold. Jamie Kane made this point last Wednesday. 
you're having a push for in-school learning, face-to-face learning. That includes gym classes. That includes being having 30 kids in a classroom. So why can't you have 12 on a bas- or 10 on a basketball court? Why can't you have 12 on a on a hockey rink? Why can't I mean, again, the one that we've kind of conceded a little bit, wrestling might be tough to do. Because you, well, there's absolutely no way to avoid contact in wrestling. Yes, and it's constant contact. It's not that one. I again, I hope they get to wrestle. Um, you can try to do it as safely as you can. Wrestling is the one where I at least understand the elevated concern because it's not like basketball where yeah you're close to each other, but then you're far away, and then you're close. No, you are on top of each other for 15 minutes straight. That is the tough. And practice is on top of each other for two hours. And and I'm sorry, but um, high school hockey should have been playing all along. Number one, they already wear face protection um, that would need very, very little modification to to make it safe. Number number two, um, I've covered a lot of high school hockey, Brady. There's not fighting. Mm-hmm. There's not the the physical contact that people think. I've I've been at McMoran on a Saturday and watched a, a doubleheader of hockey and not seen three body checks between the two games. It just depends on the the, the teams that are playing and the intensity level of the game. Some games too start out the the first five or ten minutes they're banging and crashing and and then that. Ad- that initial adrenaline leaves and the game settles in there. There. Yes. Not going to lie to you and say that there's no contact and high. There is, but it's not like, it's not like slap shot. Mm-hmm. And really, I, I just, I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. No. And no one does. And that's why you're seeing this overwhelming support with very few people speaking out against it. Basically going, well, COVID is basically the response. And from what I've seen, it's people that don't understand. That people that if you delve into the numbers and you delve into everything else, it should it should be happening. I mean, I, I don't I don't see how it's any less of a risk to sit in a movie theater. I don't get how it's any less of a risk to go to a bowling alley. I don't get how it's any less of a risk to dine in a restaurant, even if uh, you're, you're, you know, people are contacting and t- the people are making your food. People are touching your food. They're bringing it out to you. I mean, I don't get, I don't get how those are safer activities. Which, by the way, restaurants opening up today. Yeah, I, I don't get how those are safer activities than playing a basketball game. Oh wait, basketball games. Don't make any money. Yep. So hopefully. And I'm a politician, and I want all the the business people to vote for me. And so I've got to do something to stimulate the economy. So it's okay to put people at risk if I'm stimulating the economy. But I can't put people at risk if I'm not going to stimulate the economy. Yeah. That's That's what this looks like to me. And I'm just a guy. Not very smart, but I use common sense, and that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, I, 
I if feel you stimulate like the we, economy, we'll put you at risk. If we, get but if you don't, some if they relent this week, unless it's on like Friday, I, I if think, they call it on on Friday, I bet they're playing by Monday. That's what I'm saying. I, my hope right now, this is not what I th- a nightmare for us scheduling wise because we don't, don't know care. where we're going. Don't care. <laughs> I will leave what I'm doing to go call a game. They could announce it Monday morning. And you go, all right, games are playing Monday night. Fine by me. Fine by me. I'll fit. We'll figure it out, Dennis. But I'm hoping that next week on the eighth, we're playing a game. I don't know why, but I feel like the, I just don't see how they can just ignore what happened. And okay, you let them play thirteen days early. What what's going to happen in those two weeks? The numbers are still going down. Do it 13 days early, and who knows? Maybe the eighth that gives you almost two months. Um, if you go, it gives you about. If you want to start the the playoffs at the end of March, that weekend of like the 30th, the 29th through the second, that gives you five weeks. You can play 10 to 15 games. We'll talk about this uh, when, when we come back, but um, my question would be, in a world where we get to start sooner than later, how do you handle the the, the schedule? Um, what do you do with the games that you were supposed to play starting on the 1st? Where do you put them? How do you do? You try to still get a full season in? Do you just cut off what you've lost and pick up where you're supposed to be on the date that you start? Uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. 
Offices located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast with Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, Brady, you're one of the coaches in the MAC. You're one of the coaches in the BWAC. And uh, the, and they say, okay, we're, we're playing on, on Monday. You're in on that phone call what are, what's your suggestion for what we should do with the schedule well looking back at what it would have been had uh had they not um delayed it i'm thinking you just kind of move it so as long as you have this because it was already shortened before the one we got that was the entire max schedule let me see if i can find that real quick but it was very quick it was like okay you start on this date you just if it's the same amount of time i think you just uh shift it so let me so right here you got um let me pull it up uh all right so you start they used the it seemed like you started on the fourth and you went to the 19th so you had what six weeks there 30, uh, let's see, it's 30 days to take you to the 4th. So you had about 45 days. If you start on the 8th, uh, that takes you about to the end of March, start of April. You just shift it the, or whatever you have. the Because here it says you start February 4th when you're supposed to. If they relent to the 8th, you just push everything back four days. And you figure that out. I mean, I'm sure the coaches, if they're guaranteed a chance to play, they'll figure out a schedule. I'm not too worried about that. It just, I don't know. I just, I just want another date to play because I know, it, all, it's still a logistical nightmare. It is though because it's it's not as simple uh, as well. The gym is open, so we can play anytime you want. Somebody's traveling, uh, and if you're doing it with buses, um, that can be uh, an issue too. Or you just say, hey, we're not taking buses, you know. Kids are responsible for getting to the games right. on their own. Which you can do. I know some schools at least will do like drop off only uh, for local games. The, th- the the one thing you can do though is if you have to, you can kind of make it up as you go. Like if you're a coach, you just need the first two weeks scheduled, and that buys you time to figure out the rest of the schedule. I'm sure the MAC has everything ready for when it happens. I'm sure the BWAC has things prepared. 
I trust me. I don't think these people have been sitting on their hands and going to be shocked if it gets announced. That they, they have people that know when a schedule is announced. I'm sure they have contingency plans in place. I'm sure the MHSAA has contingency plans in place for every day in February. Should they be able to start? The the unfortunate part about it is, and it's not for the BWAC, um, is the focus on the league games. But for us, the Macomb Area Conference, the focus on the league games can be a problem. Yes, because our area teams are spread out throughout the Macomb have the Area Conference. Super conferences for the boys. Yes, but for, for the, the girls, boys. it's all spread out. Yeah, but the, the, at least for, the, for the boys, you know, you do get like northern what northern PH and Saint Clair are together. No, northern and Saint Clair, PH, uh, Marysville and Marine City are together. Saint Clair and Northern would be together. Yeah. Uh, in the in the bold division, the blue and gold. But if you don't get those crossover games, then Northern Saint Clair is the only rivalry game that those two teams get to play. Because I'm sorry, I, I don't I don't care about Madison, Lincoln, Fitzgerald, uh, Saint Clair Shore schools or any of that. Yeah, you you can play them three times a season every season. They're not rivalry games. No, no. I mean, we don't need to rehash the old Mac complaint, but um, yeah, it's uh. <laughs> Yeah, waiting for uh, all this to to go down. I'm telling you, the people at the MAC, they have that. I I bet you they have schedules ready to go out. I mean, you remember football? They announced football like sports were allowed. I want to say it was 15 minutes later the MHSA was out, and it was like a day later we had schedules. And the MAC figured it out within that week, I believe. Uh, with changing things around and and like the Mac was moving well, faster for, than the state for, could for, handle for for football, it was easy for them though because they they just said okay, first three weeks of the season gone, we're chopping them off. Follow the rest of your schedule, except in week eight when you play a crossover game, you're now going to play the week three league game that you missed. Right. So that I mean, it was very simple for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's a logistical nightmare. And I, I, I just can't believe we didn't have more news to talk about today. I was really hoping we'd have something. I mean, I, I think I sent you the, the report where it said Governor Whitmer says basketball could be play, could be announced in days or weeks. Uh, let me see if I can find the exact quote I sent you. But yeah, it, like like we said, yeah, Whitmer, very possible high school sports could resume in coming days, weeks. I sent you that on Thursday. Yeah. Well, and, it's been and then days. she went skiing with you on the weekend instead of being okay. governor. No. <laughs> You're was, the one that came in. Uh, and I was that. skiing. <laughs> yes. But I also am not the governor. I don't I haven't really but, been but working. But you said you were hoping to bump into her on a ski lift because you heard that maybe she was skiing this weekend. Same place you were. I would have given Coincidence? Her- I think not. Okay. Which, by the way, have you ever gone skiing before? I have never gone skiing. I had never gone skiing before uh, this past weekend. I went with some buddies that, since we've all graduated college, like they've been out of town. One is on like a rotational program, was in South Carolina for the past year. So we all got together at one of their cabins up there by Boyne. And I had never skied before, but it's, it's like if you can ice skate, I guess, you can at least handle the basics of skiing. So I was able to... Like, we were going down the green hills just fine, going down some of the the blues, which, for those of you who don't know, it goes green, blue, black is the hard hard level, the difficulty. 
And by the end of the night, when the like you do night skiing, only certain slopes have lights on them, mm-hmm. so those are the only ones open. Those were all the black uh, slopes, which are very steep. I had to go down those because I wasn't just going to sit around for a few hours while everyone else did. And I am not – I was not good at the, the turning part. So, like, when you go down, you have to, like, turn to control your speed. I couldn't do that. So, I ended up just going down these hills in a straight line. Smashing tra- into a hay bale. Trying to slow down. <laughs> like, like, I could control myself if there was something to move out of the way. But, like – or, like, follow a path. Like, I could move a little bit. But I was going straight. I was so scared to, like, turn it all because I'd pick up so much speed that I, I was afraid I would fall. So, I am – zooming down these things <laughs> just and the one time i did bite it and i like landed on my face i scorpioned pull yard sale pulls and uh skis went everywhere and i just rolled for about 50 feet and i just laid there for a second my face still hurts a little bit since i you know face planted into the snow <laughs> but it was it was fun and no i did not see the governor there so i cannot confirm reports that she was okay. up there but um, now, I'm, I'm weird. Skiing is not one that I, that I have tried, um, I've, and I've tried most sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's weird what I'm good at and what I'm not good at because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, what are you good at and what are you not good at? Okay, so like, I could play hockey. Yeah, and I could play baseball. Particularly, I was a good hitter. Yeah. So that suggests to me that there's some hand-eye coordination. Right. And yet. I'm terrible at tennis. I am terrible at volleyball. Really? Just, just terrible. Like, I'd be the last guy picked. That bad. I'm, 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 I'm ter- I cannot play those two sports. Um, I think if I golfed religiously, I could become a good golfer. But because mm. I don't golf religiously, like, if you're dying of thirst in the desert, give me a call. I'll bring out my five wood, and I'll find you some water. That, that that sums up my golf game. Um, like, I'm left-handed, but I do a lot of things right-handed, um, which is uh, kind of uh, strange. So, like, I can play basketball. I just can't shoot. I can't. If it goes in, it was lucky. It wasn't because there was any skill involved. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm a terrible sh- You've seen me shoot free throws. Yes. I'm a terrible shooter. Yeah. I'm a terrible shooter. Now, if you need me to go out and use my five fouls and and, and do all that stuff, set, set a screen, I'm fine with that. But if you're asking me to, to shoot it in the basket, if I'm not, like, wide open in front of the basket where I can kind of jump up as high as I can jump up and lay it in, I'm not going to make a basket. <laughs> so it, it's just uh, – uh, it, it it's weird because um, two sports where you need good eye-hand coordination – I'm I'm pretty good at or yeah. was back a hundred right. years ago when I was athletic, uh, and, but other sports that require the same kind of skills, just terrible at, just terrible. Really? Oh, just aw, just I'm just awful at tennis, and I tried, <laughs> I tried, just awful. That's funny. Well, there's some lighthearted stuff on a kind of a dreary and tired Monday, I guess, because I am tired of just rehashing the same things and seeing these kids try so hard just for the opportunity to play it is well the 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 big f word is frustration 
And it's been very frustrating. Yep. And I know we're going to get done. I'm going to export this podcast. I'm going to go to put it up. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to be driving uh, to wherever I'm going after this. And I'm, my phone's going to ding. Oh, Gretchen Whitmer are going to have a press conference at noon. And I'm just going to be like, well, all right. If, I'd be fine with that. You know what? I'd be fine with that. I, if, if I've been telling you all along, if we have an obsolete podcast because good news came out, I'll be fine with that. Or if we that. have to just come back and record an emergency one. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll figure it all out and do what we got to do. Um, that, that's the least of my worries. Yep. Um, any any good news at, at this point? Like of all the news that we've been handed since since we got going uh, in in August, late July, early August. If it was oh, we just recorded a podcast that was obsolete five minutes later because we're going to play again. I'm fine with that. That's not bad news to me. Yeah, I can deal with that bump in the road. <laughs> You got anything else for us? Or? I got nothing else for you. I, I'm i just hoping we're the next podcast we're talking about playing. I'm just glad you went skiing and didn't break your leg. I am surprised. Or your that, head. I am surprised that. I am very sore today. I like. I was already sitting down when you got here. I, I am moving quite gingerly today. <laughs> skiing is a blast, though. Like, Dennis, if you ever get the chance, like like I said, you can you can skate. You could probably – honestly, the hardest part for me was controlling it, like walking up to the lift or because, like, I ended up just, like, using my poles to just push myself because <laughs> walking with skis is the most awkward thing ever. I did try water skiing once, and that went bad too. Yeah, see, I've never tried that. That's I think that's a completely different ball game. Yeah, yeah, probably. I, I tried to follow – I was really young, though, too. Mm. I probably shouldn't even have been out there. Uh, I was maybe like eight or nine years oh, old. Oh, wow. But, but I spent I spent most of the 20 feet with pretty much underwater. <laughs> but I, I had fun. <laughs> they wouldn't let me go again, though. <laughs> Anyways, uh, on that note, uh, hopefully uh, by uh, Wednesday's podcast, we'll have a little bit uh, more for you um, or, or something good. Uh, it, it, let me put it this way. Um, if nothing changes, we'll bring you a show from Marysville. Yes. Uh, and if something uh, changes, then we'll have some good news uh, for you, and we'll be talking about when the season's actually going to Maybe begin. we can finally release the previews. Oh, that would be fun, too, because those are, those are two shows that we did with Brendan Folsom that if we don't ever get to air them, uh, I feel like those are two lost treasures. Yes, because he he had some bull takes in them. So hopefully uh, he was he was good. And of course, it's the two shows where we mentioned more schools and more names right. than we have on all our other podcasts put together. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's kind of the whole point of, of this is to get the names out there, let you know who these athletes are, uh, who they play for, and what they're doing. Um, so kind of be nice to have an opportunity to play those two shows, mm-hmm. but I'm not in control of that, unfortunately. No. <laughs> so yeah, uh, hopefully, you know what, if there's news between, what is it? eleven ten on Monday and the time we record our next podcast, we'll, we'll, we'll get an emergency one out to you. All right. I can do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll it's not put, like I'm doing anything else right now. No, we're, wait, we're just refreshing Twitter, <laughs> waking, waiting for news. All right, so Brady and I will be back with uh, something Wednesday or maybe sooner.
From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.